are listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, episode 345. Hey there, you amazing human, and welcome to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, the podcast that is designed for female entrepreneurs who want to make more money in a way that is in alignment for them. If you're looking for practical advice, proven strategies, and expert insights to help you navigate the challenges of growing your business, then you've come to the right place. Welcome, my friend. I am your host, Angela Henderson, a proud Canadian living in beautiful Australia, and I'm a business coach, consultant, and strategist who has helped thousands of women around the world build successful businesses. Through solo episodes and interviews with successful business owners, industry experts, and thought leaders, you'll get insider insights into what it takes to succeed in today's digital age. Whether you're struggling to scale your business, looking for ways to boost your productivity, or seeking ways to overcome the challenges of being an entrepreneur, this show has everything you need to succeed and more. So subscribe, pop your headphones on, and get ready to creating the business and life you deserve today by allowing the Angela Henderson Online Business Show help you create a winning strategy, develop the right mindset, and build lasting wealth. What an absolutely glorious day it is here in Brisbane, Australia today. The sun is out and I'm smiling like you wouldn't believe because why, my friend? Tomorrow I get to head to the Gold Coast for my three-day live event where 16 amazing business owners will be arriving from all around Australia to connect, strategize, have space to think big and just to be. If you want to see what it's like behind the scenes at one of my live events and make sure to follow me over on Instagram, my handle is Angela Henderson Consulting because it's going to be an epic three days of business awesomeness. Now, speaking of awesomeness, this podcast episode is jam-packed as I get the opportunity to speak with a good business friend of mine, the brilliant Samantha Riley, who's joining me on the podcast today to chat about unapologetic leadership, your competitive advantage in business. We're going to chat about what is unapologetic leadership, how can being unapologetic transform and have a competitive advantage in business versus those who don't embrace it. And we're also going to talk about what are some of the common challenges or obstacles that prevent individuals from embracing this unapologetic leadership style. And of course, we're going to talk about so much more. So sit back and get ready for another awesome episode of the Angela Henderson Online Business Show. Hey, 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 welcome to the show, Samantha. Thanks so much for having me, Angela. I'm really excited to be chatting with you today. Yes, I'm pumped to have you on the podcast. As I know, I love being interviewed on your podcast, Influenced by Design. It was such a good interview and you're just such a good human to be around. And I'm glad that you're here today where we're going to be talking about the unapologetic leadership, your competitive advantage in business. But before we get started, I always like to ask a fun question to my guest so that the audience gets to know you a little bit better. So my fun question to you is you've done hundreds of interviews over on your podcast. I'd love to know which podcast interview was your most memorable and why. (laughs) Makes me laugh straight up. My most memorable interview was actually JP Sears. And this was years and years ago Mm -hmm. because I was so nervous. And because he's such a funny guy, if you know JP, he's extremely mm-hmm. funny. And when I was saying, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm before we started recording, I said, I'm so nervous. I'm so excited to have you here. And he's like, oh, you know, Sam, don't worry. It's just the whole of the world listening in to make sure whether you stuff up or not. And it was just <laughs> a beautiful way to just, you know, clear the air. We had a laugh and we did a great interview. So that would probably be my most memorable. Oh, dude. And how fun to interview, you know, like I said, the the amount of opportunities from creating a podcast has been absolutely endless for me. You know, I got mm. to interview Bob Berg on my podcast, who's my favorite author of the uh, the book, The Go-Giver. And, 
you know, then there's things like us, you know, you had me on your podcast, you're now on mine, I'm speaking at your upcoming summit that's happening in March, you're gonna, you know, like, there's all these beautiful collaborations that come. And it's so much of the podcast has allowed that to happen, right? So yes, podcasting, Mm -hmm. don't get shiny object syndrome out there, listener, do you know what I mean? But it is a beautiful way, do you know what I mean, to be able to build your relationships and your overall business. But today, we, my friend, are talking about unapologetic leadership, your competitive advantage Mm -hmm. in business. But again, before we talk about it, I do want the listeners to know a little bit more about who you are. So in a simple nutshell, tell us a little bit what you get up to in business. Mm, So in business, I help coaches and healers to be known as the industry leader. The reason I want them to be unapologetic is because when we're in alignment and unapologetic about absolutely everything we do, Mm -hmm. it makes it so much easier to keep going. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure we're going to deep dive into that a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, that's what I do. And do you, are you predominantly in Australia? Do you work with amazing humans around the world? Absolutely around the world. And I love to do that because it gives me a chance to travel and see them all around the world. <laughs> so there's, a, there's a very selfish reason as to why I work with people all around the world, because I love travel. Now, in regards to the unapologetic leadership, you know, there mm-hmm. are business owners out there that think, you know, I'm not a leader. I just run a business. Mm -hmm. I'm just a mompreneur or I'm just a solepreneur. So I want to start with one question is, can you be a leader and also run a business or are they separate? Are they together? What do they look like for you? So for me, and this is just my perspective, but I think that we're all leaders because we're leading people. So when we say, oh, I'm just a mum, a mum is a leader of her family. You know, Mm -hmm. she, she is absolutely leading uh, her family into you know their values, their beliefs, their all the all the things. Mm-hmm. As a business owner, we are absolutely a leader because we need to lead our clients, our team. We're leading ourselves, mm-hmm. and I think that's such a big part of being a business owner is that we have to lead ourselves even more than as an employee. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't think that you can be a business owner without being a leader. All right. I love it because I know sometimes when I start talking to people, they're like, no, I'm just a business owner. But I was like, well, how are you defining being a business owner? And so often they don't use the word leadership where I'm with you. I'm like, we're showing up every day, even if at the beginning you're a solopreneur, we're still leading ourselves. And then we start to lead team and then we start to lead clients. Like, I think it goes hand in hand. But I want to take it one step further. You often talk um, in your space about being an unapologetic leader. Can you share your definition of what it means to be an unapologetic leader, especially uh, relatable more so to the like today's business landscape? Absolutely. So how unapologetic came about was because for years I was saying, you know, you don't have to build your business in a way that some guru told you that you had mm. to build it. And I started saying, you know, I'm against, like, I've got this thing, I am against cookie cutter systems. Mm-hmm. I love frameworks. And I think that we need frameworks to be able to flow between, but it's about creating uh, your business model, like everything you do within your business so that it's unique to you. And mm-hmm. the more and more I started talking about this, and I'm like, you don't have to build your business the way someone else says, or you don't have to earn what someone else says that you're capable mm-hmm. of earning. Or, and you don't have to work on the days that, you know, are the five days of the week because someone else says that. And it sort of started to organically Um, turn into a really big thing where I was like, you know what, just be unapologetic, unapologetic about the 
type of business you want to run, about the niche that you want to do around the way your business model works, the people you want to work with, unapologetic about how much you want to earn. Like it, it is your dream. You want it. Just go and do it. And to me, that's what it's about because we all know that business, we do it because we love it, but it's not easy, right? There's days where you mm. get up and go, oh my goodness, I don't want to do this today. Like I'm really not enjoying it. Mm. And it, it's that bit that holds so many people back. And all of a sudden, if if we started unapologetically saying, but I want to do it this way, it'll make it a lot easier to get through those hard days. Mm. Then if we're trying to, you know, we're carrying a business that model that we don't like or clients that we don't like or or doing business in a way that we don't enjoy. It's like walking around with a ball and chain, right? It's really, really difficult. So when you're unapologetic about creating your business exactly the way that you want to do it, it will make it so much easier on the hard days. And I guess in just another way to reframe that is unapologetic equals alignment, right? Is that you're simply mm. getting to are getting are leaning into being aligned with whatever your business looks like, whatever your days look like, whatever your offers look like. Because as we both know, the more in alignment you are, the more things flow with ease, uh, like attracts like, energy and all that goodness. Would you agree with that? I would. And I want to add something there though. And this is a really, really interesting conversation that I was having with someone only like two hours ago. Alignment is the key to building this business that fits mm. you like a glove. However, where I feel like the word has taken on a uh, like an entity that's not right is mm. that people think alignment is easy, and that's actually not the case. One hundred percent. We can be aligned to um, creating a business that's in alignment with us. Still mm. means that you have bad days. It still means that we get lessons sent to us, you know, from the universe. However, you want to say it, that are mm. hard, that um, that really push our buttons. So I think. Mm. Not definitely alignment, but not to get confused that alignment means that it's easy. 100%. Well, I mean, alignment, in my opinion, means that we still have to go through a variety of layers, right, um, mm. of understanding ourselves, understanding past life stuff, right? Potentially, if you go down that path, there's a variety of layers that come with being unapologetic, but also being in alignment. And it doesn't happen overnight. It takes time for us to grow and shed and step in and learn and pivot. And I think, again, it, there's this notion that things are just easy. Well, if things were easy, everyone be, would be millionaires. So I do think yeah, that right? alignment piece is so then again, I still constantly ask myself every day is, am I in alignment with doing X, Y, and Z, you know, and, and mm. you have to be honest with yourself because sometimes we actually know we're not in alignment, but we keep going because of ego or status or money. And so the more I feel that you can get in tune with that, the easier, but again, it's just like going to the gym. You don't get a six pack overnight. It takes time to start to understand yourself in order for those pieces to come into play. But that's just my thoughts. Oh, I love that. And you mentioned ego there. And this is really interesting because I think that our own egos can get in the way thinking, well, we were in alignment with this two years ago and mm. we don't let our ego say, but we're different people now. We've changed. Mm. We, we've shed those layers. We've gone on a different journey. We should just let this go. You mentioned pivot, mm. all of that. And so I think it's really important that we allow ourselves to stay in current alignment and mm. that sometimes past alignment doesn't serve. 
100%. And I think, you know, for me, an example of that is recently, so uh, at time of recording, I'll be running my live event uh, this weekend. And that sold out. So that's good. And then I, we were behind the eight ball on marketing our May event. And we released the May event, we had a wait list. So theoretically, we normally sell out on that event. And the last couple of weeks, we've sold one spot. And so my ego was like, no, we keep going. Do you know what I mean? Keep going. And then I woke up actually in the middle of the night at about three o'clock in the morning. Maybe it was Thursday. I can't remember when it was. Um, and I said to my, I just was like, no, we canceled the event. And my team, mm. and so I messaged the team and they're like, what? And I was like, no, I said, they're like, but you've already secured speakers. I was like, nope, spoke to the speakers. They're happy to, do you know what I mean? Keep their speaker fee and they'll do something else with me later on. So that's cool. I said, but it means that we're not, booking catering we're not doing all these things I said and I said and we'll just turn it into like uh afternoon strategy day and I can do a VIP day and then I'll have a weekend do you know I mean at the mansion she's like yeah mm. but and I was like no I said I said I'm in alignment with this I said it doesn't feel right to keep pushing because of ego like what will people think that she started and then do you know I mean she didn't finish or fear of failure or whatever I was like I can't own what other people are going to think but I can own going, I can sleep at night and I feel better because this is an alignment for me. And I'm unapologetically don't give a fuck about what anyone else thinks, you know? So, but I've had to strengthen that because three years ago, I would have been like, oh my God, no, I said that I'm running this. I need to run this now. And it's like, don't care. Do you know what I mean? And so sometimes again, those alignment pieces can drop really quickly. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you've got to lean into it, you know, like just going with it versus worrying about what others are thinking. But when you are unapologetic about owning that, here's the thing, your ego could be going, oh, you know, people are saying, what's she doing? Or she cancelled or she didn't follow through. But in actual fact, because you're in alignment, most people will probably be like, oh, if Angela did that, that gives me permission to do that too, where it doesn't Mm. feel right for me. So our ego says people are going to say these negative things. But in actual fact, because you're in alignment, most people will actually see it in a positive way. Mm. And that's the interesting piece. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also important to understand, like, there are people who use alignment, I believe, in a a wrong way. And I'm going to share what I mean by that is there'll be someone that will come to me and they want to work with me. And I'm, I'm like, hey, you know, what's going on? In every month, they're changing their offer, their servicing, whatever. Like, it just like, and they're like, no, I'm not in alignment. I'm like, mm, do you know I mean, is it you're not in alignment? And that's what you're using as a crutch. Do you know what I mean? To think it's an alignment mm-hmm. thing when really it's your first time launching. It's your first time in business. You actually had 10 spots sold, but you think you should have had 50 spots sold. So therefore mm-hmm. you start changing things because you're like, oh, I'm out of alignment with that product. But actually you're in alignment with that product, but you're running from a place of scarcity, right? And fear and not understanding like business takes time to build. So you use it, the alignment card. What are your thoughts about that? Yep. Absolutely. And that's um, spiritual bypassing. Mm-hmm. You need to be, your body does give you the cues. Your body has the wisdom, but you need to be really discerning to understand. And does this feel out of alignment because it's not right? Mm. Or is this just fear because I don't want to do it? Is this, you know, when my body says, oh, I feel out of alignment and it feels wrong to be getting on this sales call, mm. is it really? Or is it just saying, oh, my gosh, I'm petrified because I haven't, you know, it's my first sales call with, mm. with someone at that level and that's what's what's scaring me. Mm. You, you need to be, yeah, really discerning to understand the difference. And spiritual bypassing is 
very frustrating. I had someone saying the other day, I had a, someone on a call the other day and they were saying, um, you know, I asked, oh, what, you know, what's broken, what's missing at the minute or, you know, what's challenging you? And she went, oh, you know, with my lens, everything's perfect. And I went, well, you know, we're not, we're not right to work together mm-hmm. because I do agree on one side that everything is as it, um, as it is right now to give you lessons, mm-hmm. but to say that everything's perfect, you'll never grow your business with that, mm-hmm. with that mindset. 100%. And so, yeah, it's just a, it's an interesting piece because I'm very much use the word alignment, but I think there's a, a time and place where it can be misused, you know? So now my, my next question though, that I want to ask you is in your opinion, how can being unapologetic transform and have a competitive advantage for those in business versus those who don't embrace being unapologetic? I think we touched on this ever so slightly just then. When we're unapologetic about what we actually want, that's our soul speaking to us saying, this is what we're here to do. This is what, you know, we're designed to do. This is the way, you know, the thing that fuels us. And when we do that, energetically, we're attracting people to us that that are attracted to that energy. When we are not acting or coming from that way and we're doing things that we, you know, I'll put this in air quotes, think that we should be doing, yeah. it is slightly out of alignment and, and it means that people aren't going to be attracted to you in the same way. There's going to be this energy of like, oh, something that's not quite right here, but I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. So you really, that's the, to me, what is your competitive advantage because when you are unapologetically who you're meant to be, you put yourself in a category of one because yeah. there is no one else like you. There is no one else doing things the same way that you do. Even mm. if there's a million people in your niche, no one is just like you are. Mm. So as a competitive advantage, when we really fully lean into this, mm. it, it makes you shine and stand out. People mm-hmm. will be attracted to that. Because then we're doing things to serve ourselves first. Like we're, um, you know, we're filling our own bucket first and we're giving from the overflow rather than giving from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. And I think this makes so much difference. And, you know, I'll play devil's advocate. That all sounds like, you know, I both know we work on that. And theoretically, it sounds great. But a lot of people can struggle with this, right? This concept mm-hmm. of filling your bucket first, you know, et cetera. Yep. So yep. in your experience with working with people around the world, what are some of the common challenges or obstacles that have prevented individuals or prevent them currently from embracing this unapologetic leadership style? Mm-hmm. I love this question. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons, um, and but most of it is from really old, outdated beliefs that we've dragged from our childhood, mm-hmm. beliefs that don't serve us. You know, we might be trying to keep people happy. We might be trying, you know, keeping our parents happy, even though they don't, they're not even sort of part of the picture. We're doing things that, you know, are like having that good girl syndrome of I don't want other people to be upset with me or I, you know, don't want to ruffle people's feathers. Mm. And it can be, and I'll say it. this can happen to anyone, but I'll say especially I feel that this happens to women more so, and mm. especially mothers, because we're trying to keep a partner happy. We're trying to, you know, make the household run. We're tr- trying to you know, live up to I can do it all, you know, that superhero syndrome. We're trying to do all the things for the kids. 
and we leave ourselves to last. Mm. And again, this is a generalization. It's not everyone and not everyone has these stories. But as a general rule, I find that women find it really difficult to go, you know what, actually, this, this is good for me, this feels right, or I, you know, I need some time away to to you know map this business strategy or I need to go to this mastermind or I need to take Mondays off from work even when the kids are at school because I'm feeling burnt out whatever it is they're afraid to do it because of this fear of judgment Mm. either judgment from external people or actually a lot of times judgment from within themselves Mm. and I think too it's it's also sometimes different countries and different cultural uh, beliefs also can play into this is what I've found. Uh, some countries do it really well, you know, other countries don't do it really well. Right. And so these belief systems, what I'd say to you as the listener is understanding what beliefs you can continue to carry and what ones need to be worked on, what ones serve Mm -hmm. you and what ones no longer serve you, because there will be something that will creep in that will stop you from truly stepping into this unapologetic, you know, unapologetic leadership style. And it will, do you know what I mean, stop your growth to some degree. It will stop you from being visible, right? And the sooner that you can start to look at these beliefs that are holding you back, it's only going to help you to even flourish in this leadership style. Now, Absolutely. For- For the listener out there right now who's like, this is great. You're right. I really need to get more in alignment. I need to be more unapologetic. I need to fill my cup first. What tips do you have for those, do you know what I mean, that want to start embracing and becoming this unapologetic leader? Yeah, there's probably two things that come to mind. Number one, you need to be really clear on what it is that you actually want. Mm. And this can really trip some people up when they very first start because Um, you know, maybe journaling or, or just, you know, just even brainstorming if depending on how much of this kind of work you've done. Mm. But a lot of people can get tripped up by brainstorming things that they think are okay for them or they think they're capable of or they mm. think they can achieve. Mm. And I'm talking about really fully leaning into this. Like if, you know, if you had no money worries at all and you had all the money in the world what would your what would your life look like if you could work with anyone in the world no matter whether you're connected to them now or not what would that look like and starting to ask yourselves these questions now if you are struggling with these questions start with asking yourself what about what you don't want mm. because sometimes it can be really challenging to go straight for what you do want So that's the first piece. You need to get really clear on what it is that you actually want. Mm -hmm. Secondly, I believe this to my core, it is so important to surround yourself with the right people. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't necessarily mean surround yourself with people that believe what you believe or that only have the values you have because some people are in your world to challenge you and Mm -hmm. to push you and to motivate you. But I'm talking about people that no matter what you say, they go, yeah, okay, if that's what you want, we're here for it. Mm -hmm. We're going to support you. And I'm not a believer of leaving behind people that aren't like that. I think there's a lot of people out there that just like leave family and friends behind because like they're not serving them. Mm -hmm. I'm not like that. Mm -hmm. But there are certain people I will share my dreams with and certain people I won't. So there are people I will go to the bar with and we'll have a beer with them and we'll have a great time, but I will never tell them what my 10x goals are because when they laugh, that actually like really affects the way I think. Mm. 
Mm. So it's being really aware of the people that are in your life that are supporting your big goals, your big visions, and then are saying, yeah, cool. All right. Well, let me ask you some questions about that, or let me connect you with someone, or let me support you, or what do you need? Um, and that's really, really important too. But going back to the first piece, if you don't know what it is that you really want, it's really hard to get those people there to support that goal and that vision. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think there's also the truth, I mean, for myself, that it's like, it's you, you talk about like filling your cup up first. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, as we continue, well, it's not sometimes, most of the time is when we continue to grow in business, we do outgrow things, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we, our boundaries become tighter, our dreams become clearer, our uh, alignment becomes sweeter. And there might be people though, who aren't, do you know what I mean? They no longer, they do simply no longer serve us. Do you know what I mean? They do laugh. They do make the passive aggressive comments, even if we don't ask them, do you know what I mean? Or they don't yep. ask us a question, yep. right? So I do think too, that there, there may come a time in your business where you also might be having to let go of things or people that no longer serve you. And it doesn't, this is a very hard thing. And we're told, do you know I mean when we're little, I you mean, know, no one gets left behind. You don't do this, but you know, if they're being dicks and they're toxic for you, you know, it's not going to help you grow. In fact, you know, I was talking like my daughter, for example, she plays quite a lot of basketball and she's only 11 um, and she plays with her under 13s team, but she also plays up under 15. She plays on gold rep. Like she's amazing little human. Um, but the under 13s, some of them don't even know how to dribble a ball. And when mm. she plays those games, she's kind to them. She's polite to them. She cheers them on. But her skill set goes down every single time because she's yes. with people. Do you know what I mean? So just because they're nice, just because they're kind doesn't mean that they're not impacting her. But when she plays under the under 15 people, she's on fire. She's challenged. She's ready. Their mindset's different, right? Again, good people. So it doesn't mean that she's going to be mean or disregard them, but she knows that they're they're bringing her down. Does that make sense? So it's like, um, and she's had a hard time. She said, mommy, I feel really bad because she's like, I can dribble and I'm trying to be a team player. She's like, but she's like, mommy, they just, that they're not as passionate as I am, or they're not, you know, so I've had even for an 11 year old to be able to say, like for her to be able to speak that verbally out loud, you know, Mm. was a really, I believe, good learning lesson. Cause I was like, you can still have these feelings and still be kind, Chloe, you know, Um, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. And that's what she was really like grappling with is I don't want to be conceited. I don't want to think I'm better, but she said, but mommy, I am. So, you know, again, we're taught, well, no, 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 just quiet, make everyone feel okay. You know? And I'm like, no, Chloe, it's okay to be good at something. You know, you don't have to be a cockhead about it and be like, look at me, look at me, but you can proudly own that space. You can be unapologetically you and still be kind. And I think that's where sometimes people struggle about letting go of things that no longer serve them. That younger team doesn't serve her anymore, but also letting go of people who are just toxic and you don't have to justify anything either. And I think just being okay to be like, do you know what I mean? Like, this is who I am. You explained that so, so beautifully. And that's so true. And I, one of the things that you mentioned there was boundaries. Mm. And I think it's really important to have your own personal boundaries in place because mm. it's when you let your boundaries down that it can be a problem. Mm. Boundaries are huge with alignment. You know, I'm a firm believer that the more you people please, it has a direct correlation with your revenue. So mm-hmm. people please, less revenue. You've got to start making choices. Mm-hmm. And normal people pleasing comes down to boundaries, you know? Yep. So yep. 
Well, this has been an awesome podcast episode. And the thing is, is you and I could talk for 952 million hours because we are (laughs) very much doing, yes. And so (laughs) I will start to bring it uh, together. But for those people out there that are listening out, you know, today and they're like, this is awesome. Samantha, I love what you brought to the table. Where can they find you? What do you have coming up that they can sink their teeth into? Uh, coming up is the I'm hosting the Profitable Coach Summit where mm-hmm. I am bringing together almost 30 of the world's best coaches. Angela, you're speaking yes. along with some other amazing speakers. I'm so excited about this. Mm-hmm. Um, now, at the time that this podcast episode airs, mm-hmm. the the uh, the registration page isn't out there, but as one of Angela's listeners, I would love to offer you a free ticket. Mm-hmm. So just DM Angela, ask her to let you know when that link comes out because this is the first time I'm speaking about it. It hasn't been released yet. So yes. super secret squirrel project in the <laughs> making. But that, this is in uh, March 2024, uh, the Profitable Coach Summer. So DM Angela, she'll put you on a wait list and we'll shoot you the link as soon as it's ready. Yes, I'd absolutely love to be able to do that for you as a listener. So yeah, head over to Instagram. My handle over there is Angela Henderson Consulting. And I'll be sure to send you that link so that you can join uh, not only myself and Samantha, but uh, you know about 28 other amazing humans doing awesome things in the world. Now, I have one final question, though, before we wrap up, and that is looking back on your business journey, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out in business? Oh, wow. I... I feel like that what I needed to know then that I know really well now is that things are going to go wrong all the time, no matter how much experience, how many times I've done something that they will go wrong. And it doesn't actually mean that I am shit. Uh-huh. It just means that something's gone wrong. I can learn from it and change it up for next time. But something goes wrong every single day in business. And yes. it's, it's just get a thick skin and learn to deal with it and move on. And it's not personal. It's uh-huh. just something that needs to be fixed. I love that it's not personal. It's just it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And the more you can learn to just let it roll off, the easier everything else becomes. But I know when I first started, I was always holding on, you know, why is this happening to me? What's going on? And I was like, no, hold mm-hmm. on. I, I've also done the same, whereas it's happening for me, not against me. Do you know what I mean? And I, yeah. you know, that little reframe has been super helpful. Now, thank yeah. you again for, do you know what I mean, being on the podcast today. It's always fun being able to connect with you, hear your beautiful information. For those of you that are wanting to connect with Samantha and you're wanting to attend the summit, I'll make sure that we include everything in the show notes, uh, you know, links and things like that, my Instagram handles so that I can give you that also. But for you, amazing listener, I hope you have a beautiful day no matter where you are in the world. And I look forward to you joining me again for another awesome episode of the Angela Henderson Online Business Show. Thanks again, Samantha. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, www.angelahenderson.com.au.